You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just you know, uh, reading some stories about uh, OBJ and how it just turned out so much for his benefit, uh, being cut by the Browns. Uh, apparently, he's already made two million extra dollars this year, and if he wins the Super Bowl with the Rams, could get an extra million dollars. So, uh, thank you to his dad, by the way for posting that viral video of him being wide open and not getting the ball thrown to him in Cleveland. And that, that led to uh, his inevitable release. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Pops appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. What's going on? Sex Panther. Oh, I got a couple things I want to touch on. I, I, congratulations to the Cincinnati students, the high schools, um, <laughs> saw that. The, all, all the school, the city schools of Cincinnati did what the whole nation should do and have canceled classes for the day after the Super Bowl. Win, lose, or draw, it doesn't matter. They get the day off. Uh, and then the other thing I want to touch on real quick, I, look, this is a pretty decent rookie class in the NBA, right? Um, but again, pay attention to this guy, Kevin Porter Jr. I think he thought it would be kind of funny, cool idea to troll Steph Curry a little bit last night. It didn't work out too well in his favor <laughs> when Curry went for 21 in the fourth quarter alone. It's kind of funny. Oh, boy. You know, we we have a lot of fun. We goof off, but you know, every now and then something serious pops up. And uh, I was just informed that uh, Steve NASCAR, Steve from the NASCAR show, the genius, he has COVID, and uh, you know, just thoughts and prayers are going to go out to him in this time. I, like I'm the only one on the show that has <laughs> not had it, to my knowledge. I feel like Barry Bonds here, where maybe I did have it. And I'm just not aware. I never, I never actually. Uh, got positive on a test, so I don't really know. But yeah, I'm, I'm you know, not to say I'm feeling left out, 
because I don't want to deal with the fucking back pains. I already got my own back pains at 40 <laughs> years old. I don't want to deal with additional back pains. Right. Uh, but yeah, thoughts and prayers. We love you, buddy. Hope you're hope you're well for the NASCAR show this weekend. Right, exactly. We know, need to make some money. We, we need you to come yeah, back. Yeah. We're what two weeks or two weeks away from the Daytona 500. So uh, kick this in the butt, man. You you've right. got it and. Uh, Get well soon. Yeah, and as a COVID survivor, if anybody needs help and guidance, I, I'm I'm more than more than willing to to provide help. I, I've survived this horrible disease. All right, let's see here. Sex Panther, I saw something I thought you might want to see. Let's pull this up on the screen for you to see it. Here it is. Raiders reporter just asked McDaniel's how great it is to join a team that already has a top five quarterback. Top five quarterback option for the team. Like, <laughs> is that because there's four other options? I like Derek Hall. I do, but this is stupid. Like, he's number he's number three in his own division. Wow. Uh, yeah, that, that reporter needs fired. Nice. I went through it. Yeah, I went yeah. through it in the pre-show before you joined Panther of saying that he's definitely top 15. Derek Carr is definitely top 15, probably like closer to top 10 than, than 15, right? So let's just run through just people that – so let's get, let's get to five. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Herbert. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. That's five right there. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Joe Burrow. Yeah. That's eight right there. Matt Stafford. Yeah. That's nine. <laughs> He's not even top five in the AFC. You can leave the NFC by now. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we're at 10 now. 10. 10 right there. Okay. And now, now here's where it gets fun. Kirk Cousins. I like him better than Derek Carr. Wow. Matt Ryan. No, I don't like him. Jalen Hurts. I think I still take Carr. Ryan Tannehill. Still taking Carr. Oh, that's Carr. That's good. Yeah, it's I'm Carr. Just, that's I'm Carr. just saying. Uh, that's the class he's in. I think we found the class where it. he is. It's the Kirk Cousins. Uh, I mean, I didn't even mention like Mac Jones, like who you know probably is in that same class right now, right? I'd say that that ten to fifteen class right now is kind of bunched together. Tannehill, Carr. Cousins, Matt Ryan, uh, Mac Jones, Baker Mayfield, like he's- Baker is kind of on the outskirts of that one, and and then uh, of course let's let's uh, you know Russell Wilson, like I mean probably the top of that next tier, you know I mean five no sorry I love you Derek Carr I'm I'm a huge Derek Carr fan I support Derek Carr not a top five no way no way. No way. No, no, he's, not, he's not even top 10. <laughs> In the AFC. You know who somebody else might not think he's top 10? For, for doing the Derek Carr train, let's just keep it going. Here's another tweet. Mark Davis said, I want to trade Carr. Pause. David, I like Derek. Oof. What the fuck? <laughs> Oof. <Man. laughs> David's on the team or he's not on the team. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, oh my god. I so I mean he, he, here's the thing is I think that there is a market for car out there, right? I you know, I think I think uh, the used car 
market is is going to be very high this offseason if he's available. Um, same same thing with Kirk Cousins. I mean, you know, Kirk Cousins got the one year left, a big contract, and uh, you know, I think there's a team out there that would want Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr, that next mm-hmm. class of people. Uh, you're telling me if Russell Wilson wasn't available, a team like the Giants wouldn't be fucking jumping up and down to get someone like Russell Wilson. So I, I still think that there's value because there's so much shit in this league too. I mean, if for, for every Derek Carr, you do have a Daniel Jones or you have a Jared fucking Goff. I mean, there, there's the the bottom dregs of this league. And then when so, when someone gets injured, then it's like, you know, uh, then you start even to- tossing in like Gardner Minshew. It's like, man, you know, Gardner Minshew don't look half bad. Oh, <laughs> it's like there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in this league. So, I mean, Derek Carr looks great comparatively, you know, I mean, and he has his moments. There, there's games where I walk away. And it's like, man, this guy's unfucking believable for this game. <laughs> Let's see how he does next week. Um, yeah, I, listen, I, I think that if they want to trade Derek Carr, there's going to be teams that will be asking for Derek Carr. Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, it's one of those situations. Do you trade for a car? Do you trade for a car? Do you trade for a Cousins? Or do you just, you know, find a... a y- <laughs> You got to find. A, I mean, right? I, yeah. Know. Do you want to find a burrow? Yeah, because th- that's the key to unlocking the NFL, right? Is having a just an elite quarterback. Well, the problem is, like we discussed, these quarterbacks that probably will get shuffled around this offseason. Carr, possibly Mayfield, Cousins. Um, they're going to get shuffled around at different teams, but there is no Burrow. There is no, this is not a good quarterback draft by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so I don't think you're going to find your franchise quarterback in this year's draft. If, if you're looking for a quarterback, this might be a punt year, maybe stay where you're at and just get, get through the next season and wait to see what's available the following year. So you're saying maybe just uh shop for next, just get rid of draft picks, maybe you know, try and acquire stuff for next season. I would, I would. And in the Raiders situation, unless you're getting what's available, like Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, if you think you're a quarterback away, if you think you need such a a step up over Derek Carr, that that's where you're at, um, then, then maybe you make that trade. I know Minnesota would make that trade because they want to unload the $35 million that's attached to Cousins. But if you're, if that's where you're at, then yeah, I'd say just, trade whatever you're going to trade for future draft picks, maybe punt away the 22 season, go in there with whatever you've got and get ready for 23 because there's, there's no quarterbacks. There really isn't. Mm. I mean, if you're a quarterback away, that, right. I mean, there's uh, – I would say this year, top 10 – top 10 in, in the draft, I'd say. Uh, there is a plethora of edge rushers and offensive linemen. And in this league right now, what do you want? Edge rushers and offensive linemen. Offensive linemen. Yeah. So I mean, if 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 you are Jacksonville and there is no like big time quarterback out there, you're going to get an edge rusher or an offensive lineman with that top pick, and you're going to get the best of the best, right? So I mean, really, you know, we we talked about this this lack of QBs in this draft. I guarantee there's going to be three that are going to be picked in the first round. Uh, depending on trades and stuff, I'll, I'll I'll give that caveat too. I mean, if Denver at, you know gets Aaron Rodgers, they're not drafting a quarterback, right? Oh, we maybe know how they, that would go. Know, <laughs> maybe they do, and they hurt Aaron's feelings at the moment that he fucking arrives. You know, so you know what I'm saying. So if if Denver gets if Denver does not get Rodgers, they're drafting the quarterback. The Steelers have to draft a quarterback. The Steelers have to. 
And then I guess the the third team that you would probably throw into the mix is the Saints. The Saints probably need to draft a quarterback, especially with the question marks around um, – what's his name? Um, man, uh, famous James, right? Uh, Winston, Winston being injured. So I, that's three – Right there, I can see possibly first round, late first round. I think New Orleans has a very late pick, and and um, Denver I think gets a top ten pick though. I think they trade with Seattle, so I think they. So there's still probably going to be three quarterbacks picked in the first round. It just I don't see it in the top five. Right, <laughs> it's the Derek Carr syndrome. It's not the top five. You don't have a top five quarterback entering this draft. Well, and part of that is that the, the teams drafting in the top five presumably already have their quarterbacks like Jacksonville is not going to punt on Trevor Lawrence after Detroit. one season, Detroit, Detroit's definitely got to be looking Houston. Um, look, I, who are you taking? Uh, the, the guy from Ole Miss, um, Malik from, yeah, I'm, tell, I'm telling you these, these teams need quarterbacks. There's just not a quarterback out there for them. I'd say there's, just, yeah, there's, there's no value. It's the value of the pick. They can get the guys that they presumably could pick that would probably be there in the second round. Yeah. Yeah, draft him in the second round. I mean, I, like if you're Detroit, it's like, well, fuck it, just do another year of Jared Goff. Why not? I, I, I if, if, you're, if you're Houston, you, you got the the quarterback you drafted last year, right? You give him a fucking shot. If you're Carolina, I mean, you're paying three goddamn quarterbacks anyway. You might as well bring Teddy Bridgewater back. You're fucking paying him. He's not going <laughs> to be playing for Denver. Just bring him back. Why not? I can't believe they give up on Sam Darnold after one year. Oh, I do. I mean, <laughs> you have to. You have to. <laughs> But yeah, to Panthers' point, if you have even a viable trade option for a quarterback, maybe you'd take it out there because it sounds like the market is going to pay over over value for a quarterback this season. So, so Jimmy Garoppolo's ass is going to get paid again by somebody yeah. that doesn't have a clue of how to be a general manager. Uh, what, what is the future of Jimmy G? Uh, we, we know what he can and can't do. And I would argue on the right team, he can win a Super Bowl. That is my argument about Jimmy G. I think he is good enough in the right circumstances to win your Super Bowl. I, 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 I don't know. Like this, this 49ers team is was right there. I think uh, maybe they're secondary. He learn, learns to catch some fucking balls. And, and maybe, the, maybe they're in the Super Bowl, right? Uh, so... I know that they drafted their quarterback. They, they, you know, mortgage their future for this quarterback. And it doesn't seem like Shanahan's in love with him either. He's not in love with either one. I would have supposed. I mean, I, I think he's more in love with Jimmy G or the thought of Jimmy G. I think he's more in love with the, the theory of Jimmy G than he is the actual player of Jimmy G. I think he's heartbroken by this whole thing. I think Shanahan is really, he, that was his guy. That was the guy he wanted. He brought him in made sure he got paid all that money. He wanted Jimmy G. Jimmy G got injured that one year. And they were atrocious. And, and in the games that he's played, they've got a really good fucking winning record. Made him to one Super Bowl, a, a, a dropped fucking interception away from making it a second Super Bowl. I, I think that there's some sneaky value in Jimmy G as long as, again, you manage him the way he needs to be managed. Uh, you can't let him do that shit. You can't, like, end of the game, I don't even know if Jimmy G's out there. Like, I probably throw the rookie <laughs> out there in the fourth quarter it's like well trey we've paid a lot for you what can you do with a minute and 40 left let's find out (laughs) because i trust you more than jimmy j with a minute 40 left i don't i don't think there's a better situation for garoppolo out there than where he currently is he has two alpha wide receivers a good running game a better than average defense he's in the best situation anywhere else he goes i mean shit is it which is even a step up over jared goff 
I think they're like the same player. So I, Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, you were saying Jared Goff's better than Matt Stafford for a, a while here, Panther. So let's 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 be careful yeah, with Jared your Goff. Jared Goff comparisons. Jared Goff was just as impressive in Detroit as Matt Stafford was. Just saying. Bullshit. <laughs> Jesus, man. Your hatred of me is shining so through, Panther. It's, it's amazing. Matt Stafford's gone just as far as Jared Goff did with the Rams. Just saying. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Got a little bit of time to make that final determination. I think it's time to take a breather. Let us take a breather and talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify, they say, mathematically profitable betting opportunities. Those are some fancy pants words from Stanford. Arch, could you dumb it down for me? Yeah, well, Odds Jam, they have their APIs so fast. They update the lines so fast. So you can track steam movements. You know, if one sports book changes their line, especially, you know, one like that's the pinnacle of all sports books changes their line and then the other ones are slow to move. You can pounce on that value or you can catch sports books entirely sleeping and bet both sides of a, of a bet to um, ensure that you're going to make a profit no matter what. So you're telling me you should shop around different sports books, like the same way you would try to shop around for a TV or try to find like a deal on something. You should do the same thing with your sports books. That's what you're telling me. That's exactly right, Monty Hall. That's exactly right. Okay, great. Well, because Odds Jam allows you to do that using that fastest real-time data out there. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Use the link in the description. Get used to winning with Odds Jam. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's right. That's why the 20 year olds listen to us for Monty Hall jokes. That's right. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yep. NBA, Max. NBA. Panther says he's got a boatload of NBA. Let's see which games we're on together. Let's talk Miami and Toronto. Tyler Hero will take on the Raptors tonight. I, okay, I guess that's not fair. He's also going to have Ben out of Bayou with him, right? I mean, but, but this this Miami team is is not looking great right now. Jimmy Butler's out. Kyle Lowry's out. Three or four other players out. Uh, coming off that beatdown by the Celtics yesterday, it was their second loss in a row after losing to Toronto in triple overtime just three days ago. Man, l- listen to the schedule. This is the Heat's third game in four nights. It's their second set of back-to-back games in the past five days. So you no wonder that Butler and Lowry are out right now. For Toronto, they're coming off of a win over the Trey Youngless Hawks yesterday. Trust us, right, Panther? We know. Mentioned on the show yesterday that the Raptors team is a scrappy team. And while I think it would be a stretch for them to get into that top six of the Eastern Conference, I think they're good enough to make that playoffs. Uh, the, the, those playing games, I think Toronto is going to do that in the East. 
and I have them getting a win tonight, once again beating Miami. So a $10 money line bet on Toronto. The part of those back-to-backs has been that Jimmy Butler's not injured. They're just managing his playing time. He did not play last night. He is fully expected to play tonight. Uh, so without Bam, they'll have Butler. Kyle Lowry's been out just because of injury, and I don't expect him to play. But Miami losing three in a row, I get it. They're not the best on the road. They're just slightly above 500. These are two teams that are really match up pretty well. I think they're pretty even, particularly with Toronto at home. But I just can't get away from the plus line and the fact that I don't see Miami losing three in a row. I'm jumping on the heat, and I'm taking that money line at plus 125, 10 bucks on the heat. Man, you're getting plus 130. Max, you're giving up minus 131. Great. Wow, look at that. Neck and neck. <clears throat> not a game I'm on. I was going to lean uh, Toronto here, but uh, not a game I wanted to – you know to be on so i gotta let you two fight it out uh the the line movement suggests that butler might not be playing panther it just got to take oh. worse for the raptors oh that could be that could be but, but i that was one of the things i touched on before i even bet on this game is i went to look butler's not injured they just held him out for game management because of the the back-to-back so unless something else comes up i'm i'm everything i'm reading expects him to play well that's what they think that's what they think of the celtics right it's like let's hold let's hold them out for the you know we we don't need him to beat the celtics oh we did him for toronto yeah well you know the um the uh action here has the raptors playing the bulls at the exact same time so that's a tough ass to play two teams at once at the exact same time Uh, maybe that's why the line's way it is (laughs) fucking action god damn it sports insight I, i miss you guys so much Oh, what, what do we used to use? What Sports Insight. Oh. I and then they got bought else. by action, and then everything just got progressively worse and worse and worse. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I was, I was thinking, uh, we used to use another uh, visual for the show, Oh, too. SBR, but that just... SBR, SBR that went, went downhill, yeah. too. No, that was terrible. I mean, and action's going the way of SBR right now. Yeah, it looks like it. Fuck. Denver at Minnesota. A couple Ooh. of injuries here make this a tough game to bet on early in the morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I am banking on Jokic being ready for tonight's game for the Nuggets. This is questionable. Because without him, it'd probably be a bloodbath. Uh, T Wolves might be missing D tonight. He is slated as a game time decision as well. So we'll see if either of the, those guys play. Both teams playing some really good basketball as of late. The Nuggets have won five games in a row, and their last four games have been on the road. Minnesota has won three of five, coming off of an absolute slaughter of the Jazz two days ago. T-Wolves 14-10 at home this season, but their home effective field goal percentage ranks sixth worst in the league. So they are winning games. They're just not looking pretty well doing it at home. Shooting has been better as of late, but the reason Denver's won five games in a row is because they have a top 10 defense in that time span. Seventh in defensive efficiency, fifth in opponent shooting percentage, and eighth in opponent's points per game in that time span. That is why they're winning games. And if they continue to play defense like the way they are playing defense right now, I think they will continue to win games, and I am hoping for that today. $10 money line bet on the Nuggets. And here it was. I was. I thought it was because the Joker had six triple doubles in the month of January by himself. The Nuggets, you know, the defense efficiency has been much better, but the offense, they put up 136 at the Bucks. You know, you look at the Nuggets and the T-Wolves, both of them coming off pretty impressive wins against what we would consider championship contenders, Milwaukee and Utah. Minnesota's really kind of surprising me this season, even though they're only 500. I didn't think they'd be that good of a team. Patrick Beverly has been out for six games 
And if D'Angelo Russell sits this one out, I don't like them because they don't have a primary ball handler without those two. So with that knowledge there, I expect Jokic to play. And I'm with Max here in agreement. I like Denver and a money line play myself. So 10 bucks on the Nuggets. Oh, boy. Here we go. Time to write the kiss of death ship. I love the Nuggets today. Plus four and a half is what we're getting. Yeah, I like that play an awful lot. I'm going to take the take the points, put my 1% on the Nuggets, uh, plus four and a half. You guys are both catching plus 145 over in Jersey. Tell you, man, uh, you know, if, if, if the way that the line is moving, it seems like Jokic will be out. But if he ends up playing, I think the sports books are going to be scrambling last minute to fucking readjust. Oh, I, yeah, think, be- I think they should have kept it at the two. I think they're a little bit exposed right now with the four, four and a half. Uh, that's a lot of risk. I mean, I, again, you know, sports books tend to have more insider knowledge than we do. But if Joe ends up playing, that's that's it's not good. No, they'll be buying themselves out of trouble right before mm-hmm. tip off. Anyway, those are my two games, Panther. I know you got a couple more. A couple more. Let's take a look at Golden State going to San Antonio. We talked about this game slightly pre-show. The question was, who's out? Andre Iguodala is out. Draymond Green is out. Otto Porter, Porter Jr. is out. Majelica is out. But those four, we know Draymond's been out. Those four do not indicate a two-and-a-half-point line for the Warriors on the road. It is the second game of a back-to-back. They just played Houston last night. It's not much of travel going from Houston to San Antonio. It's like a two-hour drive. But other than that, it really feels like somebody's missing. Curry, Clay, and it smells like curry. Something's just off. This line is god, god awful. Um, but hey, it wouldn't be Panther if I didn't go dick first into a fucking trap. So I'll lay the two and a half points and put ten bucks on the Warriors. I was not aware they had Indian restaurants in Indiana. I had no idea. They have everything. Okay, you said it smelled like curry. I'm gonna just assume that you're at an Indian restaurant. I I love the Warriors here, but yeah, it looks trappish as shit. And you know my my feeling about betting on Spurs games. I'm just not gonna (laughs) fucking do it. So uh, solid lean, moral support on the Warriors, but this looks fishy. Yeah, it does. I'm leaning the Warriors here too. Don't don't really like this play. And Panther, you're only giving up minus two. (laughs) God, that really really smells. Uh, one more game for me. Let's look at the Nets going to the Suns. I'm getting so much joy out of the season. Watch Brooklyn and the Lakers just be absolutely mediocre. Lakers probably even less than mediocre. But Brooklyn, you know, 29 and 20, they are pretty decent on the road, 17 and 7. But they've lost four in a row. This might be – you might be able to start a campaign now for Kevin Durant for MVP because without Durant, they look like shit. Going to a Phoenix team that just keeps on clicking on every single cylinder, this team is a juggernaut, and they, they've, they're pretty much unbeatable home, 21-5. and five. I think the seven is definitely manageable here. They've got a few players out. DeAndre Ayton's been out, but they haven't really missed him. JaVale McGee stepped in pretty, pretty nicely. I like Phoenix here at home. I'll lay the seven for 10 bucks. It's a Phoenix team that had an 18-game winning streak earlier in the season. They're currently riding a 10-game winning streak right now. Uh, How the fuck do you – I mean, I get it's the the Nets and and, and they got Kyrie because it's a road game, but – Jesus, this just not does not look good for Brooklyn. I, I I have it closer than the seven, so I'll lean the Nets getting the points here. But uh, man, this Phoenix team is so fucking good, and they've missed DeAndre Ayton for a good portion of the season. They still win fucking games, so uh, it's scary, scary stuff. Yeah. Um, 
lean, lean Brooklyn. I'm with you, man. I have it a little bit closer than that, so I'm only leaning uh, Brooklyn. Can't bet this one, though, because it, it certainly seems plausible that the Suns win by more than six and a half. All right, that's all I got. We're shooting over to the ice. All right, I got a couple games. Going to start off with the Florida Panthers heading to the New York Rangers. Uh, Panthers have won four games in a row, heading to MSG, taking on a Rangers team that has slipped out of the top spot in the Metropolitan Division. New York broke a little little mini losing streak with a win over the Kraken two days ago, and despite a recent loss to the Wild at home, Rangers still one of the better home teams in this league. So yeah, I can understand eyeing them up, getting a plus line at home today, especially with the Panthers being just a so-so eh, team on the road this year. But man. Florida is dangerous. Four and one over their last five road games, uh, and literally a dangerous team. If you look at their advanced metrics, they rank top in high danger shots, number one in high danger shots, number one in high danger goals. They convert high danger opportunities at a 12.9% clip that is good enough for sixth best in the league. That is scary shit. And now the Rangers, they're good with their high danger shots. But they don't take a lot of uh, volume shots on goal like Florida does. We know the Rangers have the goaltending edge here. I just think the number of saves that Shesterkin's going to need tonight against this Florida team is just going to be a little too much. So implied probability says that Florida sneaks out a win. $10 bet on the Panthers. And you look at what the Panthers have done in the last four games. They're averaging nearly six goals per game. They haven't scored less than four. And that was against Vegas. Uh, the Rangers, you know, pride themselves on their defense, great goaltending, great defense, but the, just the number of shots on goal and the, the kind of offense the Panthers play here, their goals for, for the season is over four. I mean, they're averaging for the season over four goals per game. That's pretty damn impressive. I like Florida here, and it's not I, stupid, not too chalky at minus 160, uh, 10 bucks on the Panthers. Still looking like we can get you minus 145, and I think with that line, minus 145, minus 150, that's the play. Florida, right? They, they mm-hmm. should take care of business. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, uh, I would understand someone wanting to take the Rangers at home with, with that plus line, and, and maybe someone's going to do a chicken chip play with one and a half. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Calgary at Dallas. Uh, Flames been a spotty team as of late. Um, kicked the shit out of the Blues last week and then turned around and got their asses kicked in return this week. I guess they like both aspects of S and M. This is that Calgary Flames team, those wacky Canadians. For Dallas, they have been on a very impressive streak lately, particularly at home, which is why the line seems so odd. Like Vegas is baiting you, baiting you to take Dallas here, right? Now my numbers clearly say Calgary wins this, even at a minus line here. And I was hoping you get a plus line in Calgary. When I woke up this morning, I was like, "Nah, that can't be right," but I'm. I'm apparently going to do it. I'm going to bet Calgary here. I I think Vegas, uh, the books, not the team, are trying to tell us something for sure. So a $10 bet on the Flames. Yeah, that line does seem a little suspicious. I, Dallas is 15 and five at home. This has been a story for them for the last three years. They're really, really good home team. Calgary, not bad on the road, but that line, it does seem a little suspicious. Unlike Max, I can't really just, you know, take what Vegas tells me and just trust them. So I'm going to take that home team Dallas Stars with the plus line and put 10 bucks on Dallas. You have it as a slam dunk Calgary wins, Max? Yes. Really? Oh. Yes. I have Calgary winning. Let me uh, open this up. Uh, stalled first time, uh, 62% of the time. Mm, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking Dallas in my head with the plus line. So, yeah, well, we'll see. 
All right. Panther, I think you got one more. Nope, I do not. Oh, that's it. We were on the same game as well. I oh. mean, di- di- different, different sides of the second game, but well, cool. Well, I mean, unless you unless you want to take, what, Colorado minus 600? Uh, let's see. I have them winning 79% of the time, so unfortunately I cannot get up to the, what, 86% needed for implied probability. Uh, <laughs> tad, bit, tad, bit, tad bit low. Uh, t- close, close, but no cigar. They're right, they're right there. It's right there. funny because they're minus 600 and the total six and a half, so somebody's expecting a blowout. <laughs> six nothing. Yeah, it's going to be seven nothing, I think. Seven nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah, I, I, you know, I think it's arguable that Colorado has like a you know close to nine out of ten times to to win this game. I think I, I think, got eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, so that's close. All right, yeah. Iceberg likes the Florida money line. Okay, good. He likes the Pittsburgh money line. Pittsburgh. Ah, oh, man, that's a close one. I do have them winning about fifty nine percent of the time. So yeah, it's a little. It was a little chalky to me. Minus one fifty five. I had it at. Yeah, my problem with Pittsburgh right now is just the way they're playing. They've lost, what, four in a row, not playing real good hockey right now. Yeah, but it's Washington. Washington's old. They, they yeah. win a couple of games, and then they break down and, and can't win. Yeah. All right. What else? What else? Uh, what else? No, no, he's got one more. Uh, I'll wait right. closer to game time for this Dallas game, but looking flames right now. Yeah, there you go. I'm telling you, it's, something's off. Something's definitely off. Oh, Andy's game. taking the flames minus one and a half. Woo. Wow. Ballsy. Ball- I told you, man, I, I the implied probability for that one is I was shocked mm. that they, they – I, and again, like I was, I was waking up hoping that they were going to get the uh, the uh, plus line, but uh, I'm a greedy bastard. <laughs> All right. So we talked a little bit about the NBA, a little bit about the NHL. We, we kind of talked mostly about the Raiders today. And Steve is in a fight for his life. Max, that's it. Yeah. Uh, other than thoughts and prayers, you can send cash too. Like we accept cash. You know, After so. we take a percentage, we'll give Steve the rest. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh no, we we have to. It's a tithing, right? More than tithing, right? It's like more than ten percent for Steve. I mean, download the Dgens app for Android or iOS and let us know anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, to, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. It's been a while. I haven't had a parlay hit in about five days. We need one to hit, so we're going to try this one. Anytime we get a basketball KOD, I'm taking that with the parlay. So we're on those Denver Nuggets, the Phoenix Suns, and the Florida Panthers. Put those three together. That'll be today's Panther parlay. Then you guys can hang out with us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, Give us a shout-out. Give us a call by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. Enjoy your last day before the Midwestern blizzard and uh, make some money fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit score grows, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or home. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Bill Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.